The Strange Places podcast is brought to you by DistroKid. DistroKid is a music label for truly independent artists. They will distribute and share your music on every streaming platform the internet has to offer. And the best part is that you keep all of your royalties. In fact, DistroKid has made history, marking the first time that an artist on the charts made 100% of their earnings. This is the music industry's worst nightmare, giving indie artists complete control over their art. For only 20 bucks a year, you can upload unlimited music, and with the split feature, you can split a percentage of the earnings to your bandmates. If you click the affiliate link in this episode's description, you get 7% off the first year. But did I mention that after that, it's only 20 bucks a freaking year? I've been a musician for a long time. My music is heard all over the world, and yours should be too. Click the link in this episode's description to not only support Strange Places, but put control of your own music back into your hands. No contracts, no hidden clauses, no lovely coin men in their lovely, lovely suits. Thanks to DistroKid for being a sponsor and giving this old dog an audience. Your host, Billy Dean Shoemate III here, and welcome back to another episode of Strange Places. This podcast is brought to you by Spotify, Prevail Guitar Works, and DistroKid. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> we're at episode 91. I am currently working things out with the uh, Whitehaven in Paducah, Kentucky, uh, on location episode, which is going to be really fun. We're putting things together with that. So yeah, I'm, I've been having a blast with that. And the person that's going to be with us, Donald Haynes, he is the host of a couple of podcasts that my company and I have launched. Um, he was the co-host of our sister podcast, No Disclosure. He runs his own podcast now and my company helped you know launch his. So it's going to be cool working with him again. And uh, yeah, I think you're gonna like what we what we put together. I still have the major trip to go, the one where we're gonna you know pretty much sit there all night and looking forward to that. I normally do not mess with that kind of stuff, so I'm getting really out of my uh, really out of my element, really out of my comfort zone. But uh, yeah, it's, it's it's gonna be interesting. So let's get into this one. This week we are going to England. We're looking at Pluckley, a village nestled in the idyllic countryside of Kent, England. We're going to, this one, yeah, this one's interesting. We're going to try and shed some light on reported paranormal phenomena. While the, uh, you know, the authenticity of these claims remains largely unverified, the allure of this place, even from people who live there, who see it every day, cultural significance of Pluckley's ghostly reputation pretty big one. It still captures the imaginations of people all over the world, visitors and locals. So getting into the history of it, Pluckley's rich history is adorned with a tapestry of legends, local folklore that have been passed down through generations, each adding a layer of intrigue to the village's enigmatic reputation. One of the most enduring tales that I found out is that of the Watercress Woman, 
a spectral figure said to haunt the stream where she met her tragic end. The story goes that she was collecting watercress and she slipped and drowned, forever doomed to wander the area. The screaming woods with dense foliage, kind of eerie atmosphere, is, is another captivating legend of the area. Locals say, you know, ghostly whispers, disembodied screams, unexplained phenomena have occurred within its confines to an alarming degree, adding to its reputation as one of England's most hotspotty hotspots. And yes, I did actually write that. I wanted to say that. <laughs> Perhaps one of the most notorious legends associated with Pluckley is the Deering family curse. The Deering family, once prominent landowners in the area, they're said to have invoked a curse that brought misfortune and tragedy upon their entire lineage. I don't know why you'd want to do that to your own lineage. Details are murky. Tales of premature deaths, strange accidents, unexplained occurrences have been attributed to this curse, leaving kind of a mark on Pluckley's collective memory. It's a place that a lot of locals fear. Pluckley's reputation as a hotbed of paranormal activity is not solely based on legends and folklore, but there's a lot on the haunting accounts, testimonies of those who've experienced the supernatural firsthand, St. Nicholas Churchyard. It's, again, pretty eerie. Ancient gravestones. Whispering trees. It's been the site of numerous reported sightings. The Red Lady being one of them, believed to be Lady Daring, has been seen wandering the graveyard, her ghostly presence leaving witnesses in awe and trepidation. Some have reported encountering a spectral highwayman dressed in period clothes, who appears on stormy nights near the Fright Corner. His ghostly form gallops along the roads, evoking a sense of unease and mystery. That one's pretty spooky. Rose Court Farm, a historic property in Pluckley. Are you catching my drift here? It seems like this entire town is haunted. It has its own share of ghostly apparitions. Visitors and residents have reported encounters with shadowy figures, unexplained footsteps, whispers that echo through the halls. The farm's haunted reputation has persisted for generations, leaving a lot of people intrigued and curious about the stories behind supernatural occurrences. This is a unique one. Because, I mean, seriously, throughout all of my research, everything that I'm seeing... This is one of the few, if not the only, haunting I've seen so far, correct me if I'm wrong here, where the haunting is affecting an entire region. They're reporting stuff in every corner of Pluckley, everywhere. This is unique. Is this haunting so major that it's prevailing all over this area? Or is it... You know, like some people say, just a mass hysteria thing. I think it's pretty interesting that this is covering such a huge area. It seems like every place in Pluckley is haunted. And I'm just mentioning a few of these things, the things that I think are most noteworthy. I could, you know, I don't want to sit here and talk about just this portion of it for an hour. You know what I mean? We got to keep things moving. But, well, I mean, one of these is a haunting figure suspended from a tree near a bridge... It's captured the attention of paranormal enthusiasts probably more than anything else. 
This is a spectral presence, people say. Witnesses claim to have seen a hanged man swinging from a tree. And something that just gives me the chills when I put this mental image in my head, a lot of people say on foggy nights, they're crossing this bridge and they see a man hanging from a tree, but he's kicking his feet like an impatient child sitting at the dinner table. For some reason, that image kind of, it, 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 I'll be honest, it bothers me. That mental image really freaks me out. I mean, how bizarre and how specific a hanged man kicking his feet like an impatient child. That doesn't give you the willies, man. In the realm of paranormal phenomena, see, skepticism serves as, as, as we know. It's a vital counterbalance, right? To the captivating allure of ghostly tales. Skeptics do raise valid points. I mean, questioning the absence of verifiable scientific evidence to support claims of haunting activity. We gotta get, look at every side. Without concrete data such as audio, video recordings, we have nothing aside from a handful of photographs that have orbs and smoky, wispy things in it. Nothing concrete here. But then again, how the hell do how the hell do we know what's concrete and what's not? There's nobody that can, <laughs> in my opinion verify a ghostly photograph like oh you know that's a ghost okay what you've been dead <laughs> you've crossed the plane you know what i mean how do you verify something like that anyway but the photos are unremarkable what photos we do have there's been no measurable readings no controlled experiments this one's challenging to ascertain the objective reality of these reported phenomena now, skeptics argue that factors such as suggestion, misinterpretation of natural occurrences, hoaxes, even the power of the human imagination, right, may contribute to the perception of these hauntings. Skepticism encourages critical thinking. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's essential to recognize and respect the personal experiences and cultural beliefs that continue, you know, to fuel enduring fascination with not this pluckily, but every ghostly tale. We need to respect the cultural beliefs of that place. It's a fine line. But, I shouldn't say but, I should say and. Skepticism, like I keep saying, is not just saying no to everything. It's a healthy, it's a healthy dose of show me the money, you know. And if I do see money, I'm not going to be one of those hard-headed bastards that's just like, no, 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 no. Even when it's staring me right in the face. We use common sense. And if common sense tells us there's something going on, well, you know what? More than likely there is. It's a, Like I say again, it's essential to recognize and respect the personal experiences. But skepticism, it's a part of critical thinking. And it, we can't overlook what they're saying either, right? These stories are deeply woven into the fabric of this village's identity, shaping its folklore and attracting those with an insatiable curiosity. This is a big one. I think it becomes evident, once you look into this thing, that the village's allure lies in its captivating folklore, personal encounters shared by inhabitants, 
The legends and local folklore, they add depth and mystery to this history, right? Intertwining the natural, supernatural realms. The accounts and witness testimonies offer glimpses into the otherworldly experiences that shape this village's haunted reputation. Skeptics remind us to approach these claims with caution. The enigmatic realm of Pluckley continues to do its thing. And it's um, a lot of people swear by this one. It's not just one place. It's the whole freaking town, man. It's the whole region. That's notable. So about region. Let's, let's talk about, again, you know, the most notable stuff just to stay frosty on it. The watercress woman, right? She used to sell watercress by the roadside in Pluckley. She made a tragic end, and that's what everybody's saying. There's no specifics here. All we know is that she supposedly drowned. To this day, locals claim to have seen her apparition near the stream, clutching a, a bundle of watercress. Screaming Woods, we mentioned that. Pluckley's Deering Woods, also known as the Screaming Woods. It's said to be haunted by the tormented spirits of those who met their untimely demise there. Visitors and locals have reported hearing blood-curdling screams, whispers, disembodied voices while venturing through the woods at any time. The Red Lady is another one. The St. Nicholas Church in Pluckley is home to a ghostly apparition known as the Red Lady. Like I said, a lot of people think she's Lady Deering. She tragically lost her husband during the English Civil War. That is verifiable. I was able to track that stuff down. The Red Lady is often seen wandering through the churchyard clad in a red gown. We talked about the Highwaymen. Now, this is on the road between Pluckley and uh, Charing. Sorry if I'm saying that wrong. A phantom Highwayman is said to appear on dark, stormy nights. The specter mounted on a ghostly horse is believed to be the ghost of a notorious Highwayman who made a gruesome end in the area. Something else is also starting to sound a little familiar, too. Are you, are, you, are you catching it? Meta gruesome end. Meta untimely demise. Meta gruesome end. Meta tragic end. There's not a lot of spe specifics here. The White Lady of Rose Court. Rose Court Farm. Historic building in Pluckley. is re repeatedly haunted by the ghost of a white lady. She's said to wander through the corridors and vanish into thin air, leaving behind an unsettling aura and a sweet smell. The Schoolmaster's Ghost. We didn't talk about this one. Pluckley Schoolhouse. It's said to be haunted by the ghost of a former schoolmaster who died under mysterious circumstances. Students and staff have reported hearing footsteps, whispers, unexplained occurrences within the building. The Hanging Body. Oh, that one bugs me. Just that image of that. A haunting tale tells the story of a phantom figure hanging from a tree... Near a small bridge in Pluckley, witnesses claim to have seen the apparition swinging eerily. And when people see it kicking its feet, oh, that just gives me the willies, experiencing an overwhelming sense of dread and sadness. The Phantom Monk. At Greystones, a historic house in Pluckley, the spirit of a phantom monk has been sighted. The ghostly figure is said to glide silently through the hallways, leaving a lingering sense of unease in its wake, and everybody who sees this thing says its feet do not touch the ground. These haunting stories have been passed down through generations, man. Servers are kind of a reminder of England's past, right? The inexplicable encounters that just happened. It's just England, you know? 
A lot of places in, in England are haunted. Look at the Tower of London, the atrocities that occurred within those walls. We'll talk about the Tower of London eventually. It's a lot of history here. If I were to just come up off top of, top of my head, shoot, if I were to go to my local mall right now and say, hey, what are the five regions, towns, you can get smaller or as big as you want, that you would think would be the most haunted on earth? England is probably going to be in everybody's top five. This is a society that was unstoppable at one point. <clears throat> We're talking one of the most badass military forces on the planet. These people conquered the world. You know what I mean? Lots of history here. Not all of it's nice and pretty either. And England's just one of those places. But is Pluckley legit? Okay, I try to avoid this as much as possible, but you might hear some clickety-clacking. I like to save a good chunk of the research, or a chunk of the research, you know, for when we're sitting here actually recording the episode. I think it makes, it makes things way more interesting. Okay, this one I didn't see initially during my research. What is this? Can I blow this up? I just saw a name that I didn't see. Okay. Uh, that's really hard to read. It's a shitty scan from an old, what looks like a flyer or something. That's eh, a little skeevy. I might not go there. Uh, pictures, I got to say, are pretty unremarkable. These look like just any orb photos out there. And like I said, I have a, I said this earlier on the show that I got a big problem with orb photos. Big problem. Because I did my own. I know it wasn't scientific. I'm not a scientist. And I don't know how controlled it was. I couldn't tell you. But I did my own research and analyses and trying to duplicate a lot of these orb photos. And I studied it extensively, exhaustively. I went ghost hunting a few times. I tried different environments, different cameras. It's dust, man. It's particles in the air. That's what causes it. But I'm never going to give anybody crap for looking at orbs and wispy things in pictures and stuff like that. Yes, I do personally believe that these are just particles floating through the air. But... And, you know, a lot of these you can't see, right? I found, I found that out, too, through my research. A lot of these things you, you can't see with the naked eye. And with every place. I mean, I've been to some dingy, nasty, basement-like, <laughs> pretty, pretty gnarly places. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the orbs are never more than just a few kind of wispy, smoky-looking things and stuff. But when I went to Gettysburg... The battlegrounds of fucking Gettysburg and snapped some photos. I couldn't even hardly make out what I took a photo of. There were so many orbs and wispy things and smoke. So I, I, I don't know. At the end of the day, I haven't proven or disproven what orbs are. I'm just sharing this is what I think they are. I think it's just uh, particles in the air that we can't pick up, but cameras can, especially a camera with a flash. 
but Gettysburg kind of throws me off. And we'll, we'll talk about Gettysburg and the whole orb phenomenon eventually. But yeah, there were so many in those photos. It, I couldn't even tell what I was taking a picture of. It was, it was really weird. But uh, these pictures here are pretty unremarkable. Um, the Ghost of Pluckley Woods. That looks fake as hell. Uh, Pluckley Residents, uh, you could do better than that. And what's funny is, <laughs> one thing I've learned on this show is the stuff that seems the most out of this world, where you look at it and go, oh, there's no way that's real. That's the stuff that ends up being legitimate. You know what I mean? It's just, <laughs> the crazy stuff is the stuff that ends up being true. It is, all right, it's in the Guinness Book of World Records? What? If this thing will pull up. Okay, I know about some of these. Hanging body of the schoolmaster, a colonel who hanged himself in park wood, a man smothered by a wall of clay who drowned at the brickworks. Rose Court, white lady, red lady. Yep. What's funny is here, I'm not seeing any names of anybody. Anybody. Okay, here we go. Guinness Book of Records. It is reputed to be the most haunted village in Britain, which puts it in the runnings for the most haunted village in the world. It's reputed to have 12, possibly 13 or 14 ghosts. I have a problem with that. Is this just a name drop? Or did they really win a Guinness record? Is there a Guinness record for that? I'm only seeing one website that's making reference. Okay. All right. You know what? Okay. Never mind. I stand corrected. Yeah. Guinness Book of Records named Pluckley in Kent back in 2020, the most haunted place in the world. But uh, number one, how do they determine that? Is it just a sheer number of stories coming out of the place? Is it the fact that it's an entire region? I mean, that's pretty hair-raising shit. That raises an eyebrow for sure. Is that their criteria? Because if it is, then that needs to be reevaluated. The criteria should be evidence, period, not stories. I've seen more evidence, photographic evidence, come out of Alcatraz, come out of Alcatraz, all right? A prison on an island over this entire town. And trust me, man, I've searched. I searched this whole week looking for evidence of this thing. Any kind of evidence, photographs. I'll take a drawing at this point. And I've seen more evidence. This has got to tell you something. I've seen more evidence come out of a small prison on an island than this entire city. Pluckley's not huge, but it's bigger than Alcatraz. Some of these photos are a little spooky. We see some, I mean, so we see some stuff with flashing lights, but it's, it's surrounded by complete blackness. Could be a dude with a flashlight. If this place is so damn haunted, how come I'm having so much trouble? You know, looking up evidence, looking up anything. That is a spooky picture. Oh, it's a flag. Okay. <laughs> I saw a picture of what I thought was the red lady. There's this red wispy thing going right in front of the camera. But uh, this photo has actually been debunked. Someone had hung a red hammock up in the woods and just kind of left it. So it's torn and tattered. And this guy just happened to take a kind of weird picture of it where it's 
flapping in the wind. Maybe his shutter speed was set for too long, and it, it genuinely made me stop in my tracks. There is one photo, however, one that I have zero explanation for. Zero. Call it pareidolia. When you look at a cloud, right, and you say, hey, that's a bunny rabbit. Hey, that's an elephant. Or you look at, um, you know, you tear the tab off of a can of soda and it looks like a smiley face. You know, I'm talking pareidolia. Oh, I, I see the face of Elvis Presley in this piece of toast, so I'm going to sell it on eBay for 10 grand. Yeah, you know, pareidolia. So it could be that. But this isn't an orb. This is that weird people call ectoplasm. That smoky stuff. Now, we're talking about this bridge area. The area that you wouldn't catch me. I wouldn't be caught dead there. The bridge in the cemetery. Oh, no, wait a minute. I'm wrong. This is the cemetery, not the bridge. What the hell? Wow. Okay. I didn't see these earlier. See, that's why I like saving the research for when we're doing this. But still... This is an entire region. There should be a hell of a lot more evidence than this. Oh, wow. And I've been searching for over a week. So anyway, let me get back to it. This cemetery area. Now, you're seeing ectoplasmic pictures and orbs and stuff like that everywhere, all over this place, all over Pluckley. But this graveyard area in particular, call it pareidolia, but I'm seeing figures in this ectoplasmic smoke. I'm not joking. I'm seeing faces. Sunken in skeletal faces. Bipedal human forms. Two arms, two legs. Things peeking. Look at the photos of the Pluckley Cemetery. This is weird. And these pictures are... Yeah, these are of human... Forms I could make out arms and legs. I can't explain e ectoplasmic photos. I can't. But these are so remarkably human looking. It's frightening. Now I do see a lot of orbs that are surrounding this white misty stuff. Like I said, I am convinced due to my own personal research that orbs are particles in the air that you cannot see. A lot of orbs happen outside. What's weird is, like I said, I've been to really dingy places and you don't see them a lot inside. You see them a lot outside. But if Gettysburg is any indication, I don't have any proof as to what orbs are. All I know is that Gettysburg is well known to be haunted as hell. And there were so many orbs in those photos, I couldn't tell what I was taking a picture of. It was spooky. There's one picture in particular from Pluckley, and it's of the graveyard. Uh, I hesitate to say this, because I don't want to be one of those people that says, oh, I see this something here, oh, and I see this. I'm looking at an elephant, I'm looking at a cloud, essentially, you know what I mean? It could be anything, someone could be smoking while they're taking a picture, you never know. It could be a fog rolling in. But for some reason, every quote-unquote orb or ectoplasmic photo that I see taken in this graveyard, all of them, I can make out a face somewhere. All of them? 
And I've been looking at these photos for a week. I haven't found one, not one, in the cemetery area that doesn't look like it has a face. That's freaky. And all of these uh, shapes are two arms, two legs. You can make out a head. They're all bipedal. There's one in particular where you see this bipedal puff of smoke or ectoplasm, whatever the hell it is, right above two headstones. But in the corner of the picture... In the corner, you see this peaking mass that takes up the upper left corner of the of the picture. This cloudy mass that obscures that entire corner. I am distinctly seeing two eye sockets, a nose, and a mouth in this. And I've seen stuff like this before. But when it makes your instincts light up, when it makes your the hairs on the back of your neck stand up, I know myself, man. I know that feeling. I'm looking at something and it ain't quite right. And my body, my brain cannot put my finger on it. I don't want to dismiss this photo. Because there's just something about it that every nerve in my body is just lighting up and saying, Billy, there's something to this one. There's something wrong with this picture. Either this guy blows the most epic smoke rings on the planet... <laughs> it was the, it was like a one in a million shot or there is a face in that photo that is made up of nothing but smoke this picture bothers me some of you are going to look at this and say oh I don't know what this I don't think that uh, it's just this one photo I'm debating making it the thumbnail but Maybe I should, because I'm, I'm talking about it a lot. It's a really small photo. It's not the best looking photo. I'll, I'll tell you what, I will give it the old college try and try to make it the thumbnail. If it ends up being too grainy and weird, I, I won't be able to. You know what I mean? I got to be professional here and run my show and make sure that if it's someone's first time coming here and they see crappy pixelated art, you know, that's that that's a no-no. But I'm telling you, I see a face in this upper left corner. I, I can't get over how defined that is. I see a brow. I see a bridge. I see a cheekbone. It could be pareidolia. It could be. I, I won't deny that. But I won't deny that this might be a legitimate ghost photograph, too. This is fucking weird, this picture. I don't know what it is. I hardly ever get like this. My mind is just saying, I'm just transfixed on this picture. Something is telling me, Billy, there's, you're looking at something odd here. Yeah, something's going on. It's bizarre. But there's something that bugs me about Pluckley. But we have no specific evidence. We have no names. We have no, uh, nothing. Yeah, we got a couple in names, but yeah, th this sounds very apocryphal. There's one photo in particular where it looks like someone is walking a uh, hiking trail, and you can see this transparent blue thing in a what looks like a dress and knee-high white socks that's running opposite the man on the trail. If I saw something like that, first off, I would shit my pants. I'd do the 100-yard dash in about 20 seconds. But this could be camera. Yeah, this, I've seen stuff like this before. 
There's no way to tell. 100% for sure. Even with the peeking faces thing. But, at the tail end of it, we have an entire city that's saying multiple places in the city is haunted. Obviously, even with this picture that really bugs me. Is this a bigger version of it? I no, dang it. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to sound distracted, but I'm r really trying to find a larger resolution version of this, but uh, no dice. Well, we could do a reverse image search, right? Can we do that? Yeah, it's not working really well. Yeah. Oh, here's a bigger one. 1300 by 975 that's not bad uh where is it now i'm not seeing it that is a that's decent that's a big picture of it okay so i'm getting more information on this photo now i'm gonna save that picture as large so i know now they're saying that this is the uh i'll see more info on it this is the red lady grounds of saint nicholas's church and apparently she walks around the grave of her unborn child. That's what they're saying. That's a weird picture, man. And what bugs me is the face looks three-dimensional. You know what I mean? Like, I can see cheekbones, sunken in eyes. I can see a bridge of the nose. You might look at the thumbnail and say, Billy, he has completely lost his mind. But that was my first impression. The second I looked at it, I know I keep focusing on this photo, but this is one of... <laughs> I got I gotta say it. Now I'm not using ghost photo as proof. I'm just saying this type of photo, okay? <laughs> Out of the quote unquote ghost photos that I've seen, this is one of the best ones I've ever seen. That is downright spooky. But obviously, you can ascertain at this point that Pluckley merits some further study. Because we have almost nothing concrete here. Just a handful of possibly easy expl easily explainable, one really compelling photograph. A lot of weird lights, wispy things, orbs. That's pretty much it. Very interesting, though. And it's probably the only haunting I've seen where it's affecting an entire region. Very rare. Anyway, guys, gals, everybody, what do you think about the Pluckley haunting, or I should say hauntings, or Pluckley in general? If you live in the area, shoot me a message, man. Let me know. If you have any stories yourself, this podcast is listened to all over England. So if you have your own stories, man, hit me with them. And make sure to go on Asylum817.com. That's Asylum817.com for all things Strange Places related. All the social media links are there as well as the link to get to our Patreon account where you can get everything from bonus episodes, giveaways at certain tiers, all kinds of stuff. So check it out. Shout out to my patrons, by the way. The Kunkel Homestead YouTube channel. Donald Haynes, David Peterson, I appreciate all you guys. Thank you very much. To all of you who keep coming back every week, the sponsors this week, you guys are awesome. Thank you for making the show what it is. I would have never even gotten near episode 90 or 50, even 30 without you guys. And I appreciate it. Thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next one. Now, are we ever going to run out of strange places to talk about? I don't think so. Because every town has a strange place. And maybe one day we'll visit yours.